This is a Weberized Update. Hey, welcome to another episode of Weberized Update, uh, the neglected Weberized Update. When was the last time we put one of these out? Um, probably our last trip. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, LA edition. LA edition. What are we doing here? Well, we are on vacation for the yeah. Thanksgiving holiday, yeah. but we're also working. So we're putting a little work into it, scoping out um, some cool places. And Great. We're recording out of... Third Wheel. Third Wheel Studios in, uh, in, in LA. In LA. Yeah. And thanks to them for, uh, for hooking us up. We appreciate it. Yes. It's very cool. All right. Well, so far what we've done, right... We just came into town, but also we spent the first night. We got to see Sarah Silverman record a podcast live. Hey, you know what's funny? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one, that's Sarah Silverman's first live podcast. Yes. And we were there for it, and that was pretty awesome. Yes. And there were a series of events here mm-hmm. that uh, I didn't even, it didn't even click with me mm-hmm. at first. But then afterwards, like, oh, that's kind of cool that happened. Yeah. So we went and saw Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Right. Which was an awesome show. It was fantastic. Yeah. Then what happened? And then today we went to see a taping of Jimmy Kimmel. And you know, I totally forgot that uh, Sarah Silverman and Jimmy Kimmel used to date. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That's a connection. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. But then at Jimmy Kimmel, then what happened? We saw Kristen Bell. She's very nice. Right? Yeah. And uh, funny that we saw Kristen Bell because we've been binging The Good Place, mm-hmm. like, nonstop for the past two months. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have we seen it? I mean, seriously. I lost count. Yeah, I mean, there's at least five, six, seven, eight times now, all the way through all four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Something just insane. It's so well done. Well, I, yeah, to me, it's one, of the, it's, it's one of the top five best sitcoms of all time. Yeah. Hands down, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And just so much packed into just four seasons. Right. A lot a of lot. story. A lot they, of... But, they told a, but they told a very cohesive story within four seasons. That's all they really needed. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I could do with like a reboot or <laughs> <laughs> like another telling four more people going through it or something. I would love to see that. Spin actually. off? Yeah, I would love to see that. That would be cool. So it was really cool. So, okay, Sarah Silverman to yeah. Jimmy Kimmel to mm-hmm. Krista Bell. Mm-hmm. That was just a kind of a serendipitous type of lighting up of events, I guess. Yeah. No, it's really worked out. Like, this is this is great for us and inspiring. I think um, seeing Sarah Silverman do her first live podcast taping was really um, eye-opening in how how it can be done, you know? Yeah. And, but also like, not necessarily just the logistics of it, like microphones and attendees and, and, and a theater and stuff like that, but also just like a compelling person who can just go with the flow, you know? Yeah. That's, that's exactly what she did. She just kind of went with it and, and however it turned out is what it's going to be. Yeah. And she took questions from the audience. Yeah. yeah. So she did have like prearranged someone to go out into the audience with a microphone and then she was on the stage with her microphone. And the whole time I'm thinking a couple of things about microphone placement. <laughs> like, I guarantee you use, well, I don't know. But um, it's very likely that Sarah will have to re-record some things because she was not on the microphone. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which you would, you, you expect a comedian to know how to use a mic. But again, I think but that this was a different to the loosey-goosiness Right, of it. exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a completely different setup because at first she did her... Her little maybe yes. ten minutes of stand up, right? Yes. And then went straight into the podcast. Yeah. 
which she sat down for and yep. had to readjust her mic. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, this is not, this isn't comfortable at all. This is weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it all worked out just great. Yeah, it'll sound great. I can't wait to hear the episode drop. You know, you know what I thought was funny? Uh, what you told me afterwards. What? Ab- about the mic. Remember what you told me? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rule number one. Should I tell the listeners? Oh, yeah. yeah. Rule number one. Don't let people hold their own mic. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that, that is literally something I teach in the workshop that I do, that I volunteer. What workshop is that, Margie? Uh, it's at Do Space. It's once a month. Uh, and it's come back. Um, and my next one, I think, is January, the first Sunday of January, for all those people with New Year's resolutions to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, do it. Yeah, but do it. But I literally say, don't let people you're interviewing hold the microphone because what happens is they'll get nervous. And usually they start fidgeting with the mic or the cords or the fuzzy thing on the mic. And it makes sounds you don't want in your podcast. And what's worse, they may not give it back. Yeah, or they don't. They're give reluctant it back. to give it back to you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, like, and then they think they're having a conversation <laughs> That's with why. Sarah Silverman. <laughs> That's something we learned after you know so many years in working in tele- uh, TV production. Yes, in TV news. Yeah. So, as an interviewer, as a reporter, as an anchor, you do not give the mic to anybody. No, nope. it's a, it's yours. Yeah, it's your mic. <laughs> so, um, any other thoughts on Sarah Silverman? Let me think. Uh, stand up was awesome. Stand up was awesome. The stand up was awesome. She's so insightful too. She was taking questions from the audience. Like, I found it really interesting that a few of her answers started with, "Well, my therapist says." <laughs> maybe I I would say maybe a third mm-hmm. of the questions she was asked started off with, "Well, my therapist said." I thought yeah, that was, yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah. So that's something to keep in the back of, <laughs> of everyone's minds. Therapists can say things that are helpful. Um, mental health, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Talk therapy is a good thing. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And she is very insightful. And she had a lot to say current events-wise, women's rights. Yeah. And- I like how she approached Dave Chappelle. You do? I do. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the thick of that, but yeah. I like the way, I like how she approached it. If you want to, if you want to know more, she has a podcast that's going to be dropping at some point. I would look, yeah, stay on the lookout for it. First live podcast. I got to keep repeating that because it was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's super cool. And the theater was cool. A little intimate sort of yeah. venue. For those Omaha folks, it reminded us of uh, the, uh, the old Dundee The theater. old Dundee Theater. The old Dundee Theater. Yeah. It was just like that. Maybe a little uh, maybe a little smaller, though. A little smaller. Yeah, definitely a little smaller. A, a great deal smaller. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. The chairs were what did it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like old school theater, like old school 70s, yeah. 80s theaters. Small. <laughs> yeah, small. And not comfortable. Not comfortable. <laughs> Couldn't and go then, back to that. We can't go back to that ever again. No, but okay. So, and then you get seated, right? But then there was one seat left in our row that was empty. Oh, my God. And it was right as they were starting, like, Sarah Silverman's coming out on the stage. And the person, the late person arrives and four of us have to get up, exit the row <laughs> so that there's room enough for the latecomer to get their seat. Right. It was bad enough that we had to get up maybe, what, two times pr- prior to that? Yeah. 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 Two times. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. It was really great. cool. Oh, I saw Reggie Watts there. I was like, you know. Three feet away from him. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy lots. And then Marge said, well, you should go talk to him. Like, no. Yeah. I'm not going to go talk to him. I was like, go, go. 
him. <laughs> Go over there. He was like five feet away. Like, no. Yeah. Not doing that. Yeah. Not that guy. No. Can't be that guy. What's funny too is we made this show barely on time or just or perfectly on time because we flew in. On time. It took us an oh, hour and a yeah. half right. to figure out how to leave the airport. <laughs> and then it was very stressful leaving the airport. Yeah. We couldn't we, we couldn't figure out how to get to the place that we needed. The shuttles. The shuttles that we we couldn't figure out how to get there. We just, know now though. Yeah, I think we know now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it took us a while to figure out how to leave the airport and then we got our car, then we got our to our Airbnb, and the Airbnb gives us a tour and she's like, When's your show? And we're like, it's at eight. Oh, you gotta go. <laughs> so we did. I honestly thought that we weren't gonna make the show. I thought we were gonna be like super late. For a hot second there, I thought we weren't gonna make it either, but then it all just worked out. Yeah, thank goodness. Woo. So transitioning from Sarah Silverman to Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool experience. We got to see it. Uh, a taping of uh, his show, which is, uh, let's see, the November 22nd show. Yes. So uh, if you just happen to catch that show, you may see us in the audience. We got prime seats. We got front row we seats. We got front row Joe. That was so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. Of course, we were first in line, too. I mean, yes. We got there super early. We were so early. We were like I tried to like, early. And I tried to go in a door that was locked because I was like, where are we supposed to be? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they come out with the sign. like, line up here. And I'm like, Ugh. fridge. Fridge? Yeah. If you're going to use the F word, go for the cold. Oh, fridge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But that was a pretty cool experience. As uh, that that would be our first uh, live taping of a of a TV show, right? I mean, I mean, other than the ones that we've actually produced, and other than the, ones the we've 18, done. the eighteen years of live news that we've done, yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the comedy show that we yeah, did. the comedy show that we did, and we've or I guess, the film productions you've done. Okay, so uh, L A. Okay, that, there you go. <laughs> Because actually we've done quite a bit, right? Yeah. Like a whole lot. Well, I guess you could say it's like a first major network broadcast. Yeah, a first major network bro- uh, live broadcast yeah. that we've done. It was cool. And, you know, I was more interested, not in, not necessarily in Jimmy Kimmel, not necessarily in the performance, not necessarily, what well, the, the, the guest is a whole different thing. Yeah. But I was more uh, intrigued by the uh, studio production. Yeah. That was, that, that, I was watching those guys the entire time. Well, and the band. Then the band, the band was awesome. We were right next to it, even. <laughs> yeah, so. we, were, yeah we were right there. It was so cool. I mean, he, they, the band walked in, the guy looked at me like, hey. We could on, wink dude. at them, and they would see it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, finger guns, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I was more, I was more intrigued by the, by the production. Yes. Than the performance. And, and I'm on the same exact page, mostly because we did that too it was just it just wasn't on the network level it was on our local level yeah. but it's the same darn thing same, it's same thing it's the same thing same darn thing just uh with a uh, better gear better cameras <laughs> <laughs> probably unions and things. unions <laughs> don't touch my camera yeah yeah <laughs> but it was cool it was very cool and just seeing the camera work being done and then the stage work being done yeah um because kimmel does his monologue on a star on the floor which was right in front of us. Which was right way. in front of us. And um, and then once he's done with his monologue, they change the set out. They put a rug down. They vacuum that rug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did they, you notice that? Oh, yeah. They vacuumed yeah. it. And then they put the desk down. They put the chair down. They staged the desk. They, they ran a desk mop over the floor. Yeah. Like several times. Yes. Well, yeah. And then, then they urged people on the way to the bathroom not to walk out too far. Right. 
because they don't want more footsteps on no there. More, no more smudges. Yeah. So it was a very shiny floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't it, w- it wasn't nearly as big as I thought it was going to be. That's the I way TV be, studios are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I get it. I yeah. knew it wasn't going to be like this big, huge production. Yeah, but it still seemed smaller than I even thought. Yeah, like even the seating wise. Yeah, you know, you see it on TV and you think, oh my god, there's hundreds of people, but it was probably less than a hundred. Maybe, yeah, maybe there or a hundred. There may have been a hundred people. Yeah, that's the magic of TV. Magic of TV. That's it's it's making more of what? Wait, how? Smoking mirrors. Yes, yeah, it's all about smoking mirrors. (laughs) Let's see. The monologue was cool. I've always liked Jimmy Kimmel's monologues. Yeah. Um, you like thought the teleprompter was cool. Oh yeah, I I really, I I want one of those teleprompters. I really want one of those. That was fancy. Yeah, it's like the ones that you see at at any presidential speech or something like that. It's one of those glass ones. I want one. It's cool. Yeah. So we saw the monologue, and then they did the change of the set, and then the band had some fun and games. The warm-up guy, Don. Yeah, that was pretty funny. What do you think of him? Uh, Don, uh, you know, he's he's a warm-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. He's a warm-up guy. Perfect way to put it. Yeah, he's probably been in comedy for years. Probably, probably yeah. you know, working, you know, working the uh, working the scene for yeah. years. Yeah. But you, also, you could tell between the warm-up guy and the executive producers and others on the crew, like, they have a really good relationship. Oh, yeah. camaraderie, it looked like. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, they even told a story about um, about uh, the party prior to. I guess yeah. they had, like, a, they had a, like a pre-Thanksgiving crew party, party, employee yeah. party. Let's just say that, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, you're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> i won't say anymore yeah that's that's enough his employees appreciate him yeah <laughs> uh other than that um oh well let's talk about the um once we got in line for jimmy kimmel mm-hmm. right one of the uh, one of the pages came you know comes by they talk to everybody and they're kind of you know working the crowd seeing what they you know, seeing what they got and so that's what we learned that Kristen Bell was going to be the guest oh, tonight. Yeah. And we weren't even expecting that. No. Because I remember signing up for the tickets and looking at who the celebrities were. And I just remember remembering that I don't know who these people are. Because <laughs> I'm old now. And so when they said Kristen Bell, I don't know if that was actually on the lineup or and I just didn't register it when I signed up. But I was like, we're just gonna go to a Jimmy Kimmel taping, anyways. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. It wasn't there. even, yeah, it was we were, it wasn't even concerned with who the guest was. Right, didn't matter. We just right. wanted to see a taping. Yeah, and then it turned out to be her, and we love her. She's hilarious. I love Christabel. Yeah, she's a great actress. Okay, so the interview part with Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's all scripted? Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I guarantee. There's no yeah. lag. There's there, no well, there's, like the yeah, story yeah, is that's, just that, that's standard. Okay, I think. that's standard. Okay. Yeah, you all they'll always know exactly. What How do they prep do that? Do you think? Some does someone actually write it out? And she I'm not sure. It? Not, I don't think. I don't think it goes that far. I think it's more of a you know, here's what we're going to talk about. You have a story for that. Oh, what's that story? And they may you know, actually you know prior to they'll highlight that story, talk about that story. It's like okay, oh, yeah, you can talk about this, 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 uh-huh. and kind of go from there. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. No one goes to do those interviews cold. Let's put it that way. (laughs) 
Because I, I, I mean, be I knew that, but sometimes I guess I they do. Like Letterman, you know, used to like go off script and be Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I don't know. Okay. More TV magic. More TV magic. For sure. Yeah. We're winging it. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we even put this together. I know. Final takes on the on Jimmy Kimmel. Final takes on Jimmy Kimmel. I think it was just a really cool experience. Yeah. And it really reinforced our own professional experience. Absolutely. You know, the, that was really cool to see that it's, I mean, it's all very so so similar. There's just network versus local. Right. That's all. Could have heard to me. Hmm. If I wanted to come to LA <laughs> and work in a network television, yeah. I could do it. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Simply. Yeah. <laughs> Without thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's so similar. Am I bragging? No. Am I being a jerk? No, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Weber side of things, we have some exciting news from one of our podcasters. Ooh, which one? It's the Medical Rehab Matters. Uh, they're based out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh-huh. What type of uh, podcast is that? It's the American Medical Rehabilitation Providers Association. Their podcast is called Medical Rehab Matters. They've been doing it for a while now, and we help with the post-production. And we've done, uh, let's see, I think about uh, 25 episodes. Has of, it been uh, that many? Yeah. Nice. Um, but they have found out recently that they won two awards from the Digital Health Awards. One was a silver and one was a bronze. The silver was for an episode with Gabby Giffords. And you all know who Gabby Giffords is. Uh, she used to be a senator out of Arizona. Uh, she was involved in a... She was attacked. Yeah, she was attacked. I don't, yeah. yeah. And she was shot in the head. She went through a whole bunch of rehab. Uh, but she made a miraculous recovery, and she's doing fantastic right now. We She's doing important work. Very, very important work. She's been on the forefront of, uh, of the uh, gun control issue for quite a while. And uh, she's doing very, very important work. So they had the opportunity to interview her which was a fantastic interview. Yeah. Just one of the things she talked about is uh, the effects of aphasia. So speaking became difficult for her, and she's had to cope with that. She's got a real powerful quote. Aphasia really sucks. The <laughs> words are there in my brain. I just can't get them out. I love to talk. I'm Gabby. I'm so quiet now. You know, she's shared a bunch of really compelling things about what it's been like and what her rehab journey has been like. And me, as a former marketer for a rehab hospital, found it very, very cool to listen to. I find this whole podcast so important because people don't know what, what they don't know about what happens after a catastrophic injury, a brain injury, stroke, a severe illness, even COVID. Even COVID, you have to go through uh, rehab, uh, respiratory rehab for some people to basically just like relearn how to breathe. And some people are still doing it. Yeah. They're still feeling the effects of long-term COVID. Yeah. I think what, uh, what, uh, what this podcast does mm -hmm. is very important on an informational level. Yes. Like I would send it to policymakers and legislators oh, yeah. right? <laughs> because uh, there's just so many instances when it comes to like health, the healthcare industry and insurance and stuff that like, I just wish they knew a little bit more about how people are going through this system and it's difficult, you know, and this podcast really sheds light on it. 
And that's that's why I I'm really I like kudos to Patricia Sullivan and the others who help with this because it is such an important topic. And so um, even better congratulations for the silver award for the Gabby Gibber- Giffords F- episode and the bronze award for the prior authorization episode. And if you know what prior authorization is, I'm sorry. Because that's also terrible. Yes. <laughs> in my opinion. I would suggest everyone go through and listen to find, you can find Medical Rehab Matters on all the platforms. All the platforms. Go look listener. for it. It's a good lesson. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. To Woo. Patricia Sullivan. She works insanely hard on these podcasts. Yes, she does. She puts in a lot of effort in yes, it. Yes, she does. And she, and it it pays off though. Like Absolutely. She gets awards. It's great quality. <laughs> She's an award winner. She gets awards. Yay, Trish. Uh, let's talk about 2022. Yes. 2022 has been a busy year. Yes. Right? It's almost over. It's almost over. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. On 2023. But, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but the year has been full of a lot that's kept us busy. And we've got some new podcasters that joined our little club. Our little club. That's what we call ourselves. We're a club. We're, we're a club. We're a team. Yeah. But if some new people that can call themselves podcasters who we just want to give a shout out to as well, some recognition. Actually, let's start off with the Hot Widows Club. We're excited to be helping a couple of podcasters who have been on a journey. And that journey has been tough. And you could say it's grief centered, but it's also hopeful. Funny, witty, relatable. It's called the Hot Widows Club podcast, and it's hosted by Crystal and Allie. And they just talk about what it's been like being young widows. Grief is hard. Grief is hard. Loss is hard, you know. But they approach it through a way that's relatable and funny, and like you were saying, hilarious. And Mm. they're. (laughs) <laughs> they're so cute together mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they definitely support each other through their connection you know who else is keeping us busy uh one of our our newest podcast uh political evolutions with whitney richardson and what's her podcast about her podcast is about it's 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 about her political evolution it's about her political journey it's about what is on her mind uh politically locally nationally She's tackling everything. She has opinions. She has pretty strong ones. Yes, she And is. I like her. I, I like what she's doing. Yeah. I like her approach. Well, just before the elections, she did release her first two episodes. And she talked to a really important guest. She talked to the head of the Nebraska Democratic Party and was able to ask her some really important questions and get some important info from her. And then the first episode is her, her introduction. And what I really like about her first episode is she tells a story about how when she was younger, she told, I think it was her parents or her family anyway, what she wanted to be when she grew up. She wanted to be a politician because she wanted to help people. And my interpretation is that like her family kind of scoffed and was like, you want to be a politician because you want to help people? They don't help people. So then she had to... Re- rethink what she really wanted for herself growing up. And I think that 
honestly, I found that super relatable because I had very similar sentiments as a young woman. I wanted to be vice president. <laughs> Why vice president, Marjorie? So I wouldn't have to do all the work. <laughs> was that really what you thought? That's what I would tell uh, people. Oh my God. <laughs> I was a comedian even as a teenager. <laughs> uh, you can see Marjorie Strickland stand up on YouTube. No, oh, no. Omaha. Oh, Look no. it up, YouTube. You can see her stand up performance. It's funny. It's true. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to unlist that link. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm going to publish it to my page. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, political evolutions. So that's an, another one who's joined us this past year and we have still we're we have such loyal people who have started podcasting with us. We're really and we're so thankful for that. But when people record with us, it's such a joy to see people using their voice and their stories to connect with others, help others, and just share knowledge and creativity and insights and life lessons. It's all good. It's all good. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> and so we've got some some regulars like the Already Friends podcast. Already Friends. Uh, go ahead. Stuart Chittenden. Stuart Chittenden Lives, which is also on KIOS on yes. Sundays. One of the best interviewers I've ever worked with. I'm going to keep saying that. He hates it when I tell him <laughs> that. He absolutely hates it. But he is, in fact, the best interviewer I've ever worked with after 18 years working in, in news production. What sets him apart from the countless reporters, the countless main anchors we've seen do sit-downs with the mayor, <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff like that? What sets Stuart apart? Uh, he... He is so insightful. He looks beyond the interview. Oh, okay. Ask me what that means. What does that I mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you just have to listen to him. Yeah. Maybe our listeners can tell us what that means. Yeah, maybe you can tell us what that means. Yeah, <laughs> tell us what, what, what you think I mean by that. Because I'm not even sure. Yeah. Help us put it, in, put it into words. It's the goal of every, of every interviewer to be able to produce that kind of interview. Yeah. To produce the, to step out of the canned interview that most people like to try and do. Mm -hmm. He's always on point with that every single time. Yeah. Talk about a guy who does his research. And he's so freaking smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. Thanks, dear. I sound like a fanboy at this point. Yeah, it's okay. We're <laughs> fans of all our podcasters. Yes, we are. We're huge fans of all our podcasters. Who else? Uh, well, we have so many regulars. I mean, we have a. We started with KKAD. We started with Keep Kids Alive Drive Twenty Five. Yeah, that's where we started. Still going strong. Absolutely, and still pumping out and, and still putting out quality podcasts. It's so it's so tough to say like yes, yeah, still going strong, but also. The pod, the podcast is Keep Kids Alive Drive 25, and it features people who've been impacted by traffic safety issues, whether like a, a crash or, or um, bicycle or anyone who uses roads, right? And it's hard to be like, this, this podcast is still going strong because that issue could be solved. <laughs> and, and so they're doing super critical work telling their stories, being vulnerable enough to share their stories and teaching others about 
the critical steps needed to address road safety for pedestrians, for drivers, for anyone who uses the road. And it's thankless work. It's thankless work. So thankless. And Tom Everson puts in so much time and effort into this. First year's coming up, tax season's coming up. If you you got donation money that you want to get out there before tax time, KKAD, that's where you should go. Make your end of year donation. Keep kids alive, drive 25. Hobbyplex still going strong. Hobbyplex on a, uh, on, a, on, a, on a fun note. Fun note. The Hobbyplex show podcast every Monday night. Uh, still going and uh, still racing at the Hobbyplex. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Monday night live stream. Live streams on YouTube and then. The produced episode comes out on Fridays. Yep. And that just happens to be my brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, his last name is Sturgeon. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I never made that connection. No. You guys are like related? I, well, you wouldn't know it because he has super curly hair and I have very straight hair. Well, no, actually, you wouldn't know it if, you, if they knew your parents. Would not know it? They would know that if they knew your parents. Oh, yeah. Because he is very reminiscent of your dad. Yeah. You're very reminiscent of your mom. Yes, I am. So, yeah. Yeah. We're definitely siblings. Yeah. Anyway, that's the the Hobbyplex show. It comes out on Fridays. I think we're at 123 episodes right now. 123? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, note to anyone listening, do not get a confetti cannon for episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we decided to do that. I've always wanted to shoot a confetti cannon. Yeah, that's why. And we're still picking up confetti in that in, in that studio. Still finding it. To this it. day. Yup. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Gave the other one away. <laughs> Hiring insights. Hiring insights. That's another. Um, that's another professional podcast. Professional podcast that we're doing. So the year in review, basically at Weberize, consists of helping people maintain or launch their podcasts. And this trip. <laughs> what else did we do this year? Produce podcasts. That's yeah. all we've done this year. That is. It's been, again, it's been a busy year. It's been a very busy year. Yeah. Do we have any goals for next year? Well, I mean, we have uh, a few things that we like to. Uh, we're still in our expansion. Oh, yeah. And that's going to happen sometime in the in, in 2023. That's happening. Uh, we're looking at to open up a second, a second studio. We've been talking about it for the past year, and that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Probably January or February. We forgot about date night. Date night. Oh my God, we forgot about date night. We need to touch on that. Okay, date night. So what started off as a as an idea that we wanted to do last Valentine's Day yeah. has now expanded. So last Valentine's Day on a whim, did I even make a blog post or did I just share a, a social media post? I think you just shared a social media post. Yeah, but here's what I remember is um, I spent more time than needed probably shaping a pair of headphones wire into a heart. So I could take a photo so I could use it for social media, you know, because of the heart of Valentine's Day. Yeah. And share that and be like, oh, do you need a unique date night idea for Valentine's Day? Didn't you also do that with uh, with some mic wires? That's what I was talking about. Oh, I thought you said something else. Oh, no. I I said headphone. Headphone wire. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we did a couple of posts, I think, on social media saying, do you need a date night? We think couples should come record a podcast for an hour. What an icebreaker. Yeah. What a way to, what a way to 
get a more intimate experience with your partner. Oh, yes. What? Yeah. I just grabbed Richard's hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was hot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, like just a way to to spend an hour completely focused on talking to your partner. No phone. No nothing. Just talk about your hopes and your dreams. Or talk about what kind of movies you like. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> doesn't have to be that okay <laughs> but it can be it can be it can be whatever you want it to be it's whatever you want and to that's be. what we've turned this thing into start off as a valentine's thing now we just want to make a date night yeah date night at weberized yes come in with your significant other you could do double date oh you can do double dates yeah you're on a blind date what a way <laughs> to start the night off then with a podcast with the person that you're out with yeah it's a great idea. It's a great idea. So much so mm-hmm. that we even had uh, we had a couple of friends of ours come in and test it. Yes. We had some people um, test it out. I think it went well. It went very well. It was very cute. We'll have we'll have like conversation starter game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the idea from uh, 72 Questions. I don't know if anyone has ever seen that podcast, but um, our friends brought a version of that in. Yeah. Because they're smart. <laughs> and it worked out so well. Yeah, they did great. And then we put little electronic candles out. Yeah. We set the well, mood. We set the mood. Yeah. So yeah, date night coming soon. And then also coming soon, working on um, the write-up, but also I want to do for people a package for a fam- family oral history. So the concept is really just like, it's as unique as you and your family. Like maybe you just invite one family member over to record for an hour or you invite like four or five family over and they can sit around and you, you all just take turns. But either way, just a way to capture family stories on the record so you can save them. You can keep them in Dropbox. You can share them with your family. Put them on a flash drive for people who like that physical media. <laughs> all people. <laughs> and, then, um, and then share it with, with others. Because every, every family has that one, that one grandpa, that one uncle, that one old aunt who j- could just tell stories for days. Yeah. Crazy stories, okay, too. Crazy stories. We used to go down to the Don't river. Don't make fun of old people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. That's fair. When I was a kid, we used to walk up the block <laughs> with 7-Eleven to get ices, and we were really annoying. We would hang out in the store and keep refilling our ices until we paid for them. There you go. That was, that was my old-timey story. <sighs> oh, boy. Also walked uphill both ways to school. Five miles. I don't know if it was five miles. It was two, probably at least a mile. Two feet of snow. Uh huh. Isn't that what the you know the uh, barefoot the, the old folks used to do? <laughs> now I'm doing it. That's what I used. I used to walk to school. I used to walk to school. Alex and I used. To. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So that's what's coming. Those, those are some of the goals and ambitions we have for the new year. I think beyond uh, ways we can improve and keep upgrading equipment. Keep helping others upgrade i don't know yeah it doesn't get any more than that yeah as we upgrade you upgrade yeah that's right so rolling out of 2022 rolling in 2023 we have a lot of things planned uh so 
keep in touch with us. Well, yeah, exactly. Just keep in touch with us. You can email us. You can text us. You can send us a letter. We don't like to check the mail, but good luck. <laughs> and <laughs> we love any excuse to talk podcasting. That's why we even do it on our vacation. Just to reiterate, you know, we, we continue to tell people the reasons why we do this. Yeah. It's a business and we want to make money, but it's not really what it's about. We got into this so we can give people an outlet to tell stories. Absolutely. And that's what this is really all about. And that's what it will continue to be about. Always has been, always will be. So if you have a story to tell, come to us, webberage.com. I'm Margie. I'm Richard. And that has been a Weberized update. That's a great close, Reg. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah.